The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Woo! Woo! The Nature Boy, Dave Canyon. And I'm recording this for my dumb cast. So I have to talk into this phone real quick and say, tell everybody, you're listening to Dave Canyon on, what are you calling the show, The Deplorable Radio? Jason Smith's Deplorable Radio. Show, Jason yeah. Smith's Deplorable Radio. Excellent. All right, so it's me and Jason Smith, and I'm going to put my phone down, hopefully it'll record, and uh, there you go. I'm here. I made it. Oh, my. Wow. Dave is simulcasting this episode on his own show. That's Simul awesome. recording. Simul, Simul recording. recording. Yeah, go. something like that. <laughs> All right. We'll see how it goes. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. That'd be great if it does. I, I'm happy to be a part of your show. I, I've been listening for the past uh, yes. month and a half or so. Ever since you texted me and let yes. me know about it. Um, yes. I think I missed the first 50 episodes. Probably. Which is probably, you're better off. You're better off. <laughs> but yeah. I, I did go back, I listened to a couple here and there, and it's a great show. Thank great you. Great podcast. Thank you. Uh, where did you come up with the idea? The idea of this podcast is you record, basically you rant on what's going on in the world. Somewhat. My uh, world, the world, either way. Your world, the world. Right. While you're driving to work or to home from work. Right. The fastest podcast on earth. As I recorded in my Kia Rio, my 2008 Kia Rio, on the way to and from work between Saugerties and Rensselaer, New York. So, so what, what, what made you come up with this idea of, of recording while you're driving? And is it dangerous? <laughs> yes, I'm taking a great risk, providing entertainment for the world, absolutely. And I should get a lot of credit for that. One day there'll be a trophy for the greatest risk ever taken by a podcaster. Um, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it is a it is a little dangerous, but I'm a very I'm a professional driver, so you know, right. you know don't do this at home. You know, obviously because you'd be driving in your kitchen and that'd be stupid. <laughs> no, you know I uh, I've been doing this for a long. I'm a professional driver. I've been driving for 30 years. I'm 53 years old. I know how to do two things at once, so it's no big deal. What prompted me to do this? What inspired me was I have a very busy schedule, as you know, somewhat. I have right. a very busy schedule. I work five days a week, 16 hour days. I don't have time to go home and go. Okay, now I'm going to do this. I, I just don't have that time, which is one of the reasons why I don't do stand-up comedy anymore, right. because I just can't go to open mics. I can't put in the time that's necessary. The beauty, and I, I by the way, for the listeners uh, locally that are listening, or even if you're listening, listening online, I used to have a show here at WGXC. You so, did? yeah, and I had to quit that because it's just too time-consuming. You know, everything is just time-consuming. So um, what uh, I decided to do is find out when do I have time. When I have time is in the commute between my, my, my house and my work. That's the only time I really have. And with Spreaker, I can talk into my phone. I don't need any special equipment. I have not done anything special uh, other than talking into my phone. And I can do a podcast for just you know a few pennies a, a month, you know, a little bit more than that, but I know you can't do commercials. It doesn't matter. It's a very low-cost way of doing you know, uh, uh, broadcasting you know, on a podcast. Otherwise, you know what I'm doing? I'm doing what I normally do, just talk to myself like a crazy person. <laughs> so it's interesting, as long as you have a phone in your hand, you, you have credibility. Nice. <laughs> you, you did mention a previous show that you did right here at WGXC. It yes. was called Dumbing It Down with Bob at the yes, time. Yes, yes. And I always wondered who the hell is Bob. Yeah, poor Bob. You're Dave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, poor Bob, you know, he's uh, he met his demise. You know, uh, I think he 
choked on uh, a waffle or something like that at the Waffle House in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Nice guy, you know, and he was nice enough to turn over a show to me before he left. But uh, and, and the, the funny thing about that show is this show, Jason Smith's Deplorable Radio Show, wouldn't exist without that one. Right. Because you had me on as a guest one time. Yes. And I, I liked the studio, the station on, yes. on Facebook because you, you had me on as a guest. So yeah. it, I wanted to follow what was going on with the station. Yeah. And it was because... Of following them on Facebook, that I saw a post that said that they were accepting applications for yes. new shows. Yes, and yes, well, here I am. Yes. So it's all thanks to you. Thank Look at you. that! Isn't that great? <laughs> I have that effect on people. I do something, then people do something with me, and then they move on to better things. You know, and I'm sitting there going, "What happened? Where did I go wrong?" But uh, the, by the way, to WGXC to the people, the staff, this studio looks very clean and very redone or something. It looks white. Well, the table's new. I, I believe yeah. they're under new management since uh, your show was it's on. It's fantastic. Well, whoever's listening, um, it looks great. I'm just very impressed with whatever I'm seeing right now. It looks a lot cleaner and a lot more professional than it was a couple of years ago. Not that it was bad a couple of years ago, but I remember they had just really first started when I got here. I, I was like the second wave. They called it the new blood when I, when I, when I signed up. Yeah. I was part of the new blood. I don't know what you're part of. <laughs> you're, I, I don't know. You're part of the, just some sort of intravenous trickle or something I'm like part that. part of the, i in here once a month and just pray you don't have technical difficulties, which, by the way, this is the first episode I haven't had any difficulties. Yes, I heard. I heard the transition. <laughs> a thousand promos at the top of the hour until you figure uh, it out. About that's, two minutes of promo. Yeah, that's okay. That's fine. I, I went through their files and I, I looked at ones that I thought were interesting. <laughs> yes. they, uh, what's that? Gamers one. Yes. Gamer, game Hoarders. The game Hoarders. I, I nice. saw that on the list. I was like, all right, I got to play that Yeah, one. they weren't here when I was here. They weren't here. But you did a great job and you sound great on the radio. You sound great on Route 9, I can tell you that. You have a perfect voice <laughs> for Route 9. As I was tailgating, by the way, and texting you, Nature Boy, Nature Boy, Ric Flair, of course, the greatest wrestler of all time. I, I mentioned yeah. don't tailgate people because the other day I saw that, uh, that they're, they're planning on making it a law where you have to completely clean off your car because you yes. might hit the car behind you with right. some ice or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, if the car behind you isn't that close to you, they don't have to worry right, about right. it. Right, right. You shouldn't be tailgating. <laughs> shouldn't do anything I just did in the last hour and 10 minutes from Rensselaer, <laughs> New York. Well, And it's always funny. Every time I'm late, every time, you know, because I'm, a, I'm a, um, um, a chronic uh, procrastinator. That's just, you know, my curse. I'm always behind the car that's so slow that the car in front of it, it can't be seen. If I, It's always the story. Mm. I'm always saying to myself, if I could just get in front of this guy, I won't be late. I just got to be in front of this guy. And I never get in front of him. And by the time I do, it's like, remember that movie Truman with Jim Carrey? Yes, yes, the, the Truman so, Show. Yeah, yes. Truman Show, right. So one car would pull off into the driveway and the next car would just come right in. Right. That's my life. It's like, who cued that car? Don't cue the car. Stay, stay put, stay put. And it's it's very I, frustrating. I, I, I came down from pretty much the same area. I, I drove down from East Greenbush this morning. And, 9J? Uh, yeah. Uh, 9J? Well, yeah. Um, Beautiful road. I love it. I, I was on 91st. Oh. And traffic was was a little weird. Mm -hmm. uh, like, like I, I wasn't expecting any traffic today, and it was heavy traffic. People should stay home. Yeah. Unless stay you're home. going to a... Stay home unless you have a radio show or you're a guest on a radio show. Yes, yes. Unless you can take your kids sledding. That's a rite of passage. you got to go sledding at some point. My, my parents actually called me this morning twice because they were trying to talk me out of doing the show. I don't think yeah. it's because of you. I, I think it was because of the weather. But... Uh, I can't speak to their, uh, to, you know, to what they're thinking, but yes. No, I, gave, I actually, I texted my son who works at the same facility I do, oh. and, you know... 
So he's got to commute from Saugerties tonight. And I texted him, I give you permission to not go to work today. I didn't think I would ever have that text, you know, to, to, to send. But it's, you know, listen, it, nothing's that important. In fact, my company should be closing. They should just be closing. I'm, I'm pretty sure I will be calling in for my uh, Monday to Friday job tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So don't worry about it. So how you been, man? It's great to see you. Jason uh, Smith. All right. Does everybody on the show know that you 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 do or you have done stand up or what? I, yeah, I, I probably have three listeners out there and I know them all by name. But, uh, <laughs> right, but yeah, I, I've explained in, in previous episodes that I, I, I'm a stand up comedian. Although right. I, I've been kind of on hiatus for the same reason you haven't been doing yeah. it. Yeah, just too busy. Too busy. Um, I, I've done a little acting here and there. I've done a couple commercials. Oh, good. Me too. Yeah, well, I didn't know about that. It was forever ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was forever ago. But um, you have a I, lot of you have a lot. Of, I was thinking about this earlier. You have a lot of forever ago credits. That's and you, true. And you have a lot that's of forever true. ago footnotes. And I love that coin. According <laughs> the phrase "forever ago," that's good. I don't know how you spell it, but, but forever but ago. The, the, the newest thing, yes. and it seems like it's been forever ago because it's been a couple weeks since I've been able to make it out there. But I, I, I've been actually going to professional wrestling school. Yes. Why you listen to my fun. podcast on the on, right. on the on the Mass Pike? I love it. I listen to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Well, I got to mention you. Up. We're going to talk about that on my podcast. You're going to come up one day, my podcast. <laughs> so tell me about wrestling school. That's you. What did you tell me? You told me I'm learning how to hurt, uh, pretend how to hurt people without hurting people. Something like that. That's yeah. great. I love it. I love it. That's great. <laughs> and learn how to look like I'm getting hurt while hopefully not getting hurt. Yes, yes. That's great. That's great. Well, you're following. You is that a dream of yours? It, it's always been kind of a dream of mine. I, I know at my age right now, I can't expect, like... You're not a top rope guy. <laughs> You're not a high flyer. I I might be able to do that. I haven't I haven't really tried. I, I, I've jumped off the second rope. <laughs> okay, second the baby rope. You're but, like uh, on the bunny hill of wrestling. <laughs> but I, I, I can't expect, like, you know, the WWE to come calling. <laughs> no, not right now. Not right now. So all you are is you're learning are you in a class with other people the same people or how does that work there's a school out in massachusetts that I, i've been going to yeah, tell us uh, all about wrestling school week. that's great and uh a friend of mine who's just starting to break into ring of honor wrestling it's yes probably the biggest professional wrestling company in the country if you don't count wwe right really yeah okay uh, yeah <laughs> well he uh he, he goes out to that school once a week or twice a week, whatever uh -huh. it is, to, to work out and train. Right. And he said, hey, if you want to come out here and, and learn some moves, feel free. So I, I've been coming out once a week. Last week he was hurt. I think he got hurt in a, in a match. And the week before, there was, there was some kind of weather issue. So I, I haven't been able to make it for a couple of weeks now. But, but it's been fun the weeks that I have. Are you, I, I, mean, I don't mean to pry, but you paying for this? No. You, oh, because the, the way you just said it, it was like, yeah, just come on out. Yeah, That's great. Yeah, you just yeah. come on out. Yeah. You go and you have they have like wrestling shoes and tights. Or what I, do you, do you have your getup yet? Your gimmick? I I don't have like my official gear for if yes. I ever right. get to the point where I'm ready to debut. Right. <laughs> but, but I I mean I work out in, in workout shorts. I, I I have actual wrestling shoes. Uh, really? Yeah. Great. Right. Adidas wrestling shoes. Excellent. Um, Those are great. T-shirt. You know. And uh, the last time I was out there, I actually wrestled my first. Like full length match with another student. And really, it was probably the worst wrestling match of all time. <laughs> yeah, do do they record it for you? Uh, I'd love to no, see what that looks like. No, they didn't record that one. How long was the match? It was probably about five minutes. It felt like twenty minutes. Yeah. So you have very little experience, and the guy you wrestle, how much experience did he have? I, I think he's had a couple actual matches on shows. Um, wow. Over the past year, but he's he's very new to. You were his jobber. Your your job was to make him look good, right? Uh, 
yeah. Was there an outcome at the, the end of the, those five minutes? The, the, the funny thing is the, the outcome was uh, we we ended with a double knockout. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's nice. Like That's I, nice. I, I had beat him down, and when I told you that I had jumped off the second rope, <laughs> yeah. I had him beaten down, and I went up to the second rope, and I'm like, it's over, and I jumped down, yeah. and he kicked me in the face, so I went down, and Nice. Countout. <laughs> yeah. Now, are the referees, are the referees, are they in training too? I figured everybody's in training. Uh, Usually another wrestler will, okay. will take right. turns. Okay, because these matches do need referees. Yeah. When they actually show up at a church or whatever, at a community center. Right. right. Ring of Honor does that, I assume. Community yes. Center. Yes. So there must be referees. See, I figure you for a manager type, like the Grand Wizard. Well, the funny thing is I, I used to go to professional wrestling school a couple of years ago. That's how I right. made this contact. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's training out there. And, I'd love to um, go. And, and I was going to that school specifically to be a manager because I, yeah. I figured. That's you, man. You're a manager. Yeah. Well, I, I think I had that skill from stand-up comedy, dealing with people, getting people a little angry. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah. I think I'd be good at that. And then, you know, once in a while, take a move from the good guy so that right. the crowd goes... Right, goes you, you, would, uh, <laughs> you, you wouldn't be the face, which is the good guy. You'd the, the be heel. The heel, yeah. Right. You're a, oh, Jason, you got a heel written all over you. <laughs> but over the past couple of years, I've been thinking, thinking yeah. about getting back into it. Yeah. And this opportunity came around, and I'm like, if I'm going to get back into it, yeah, I, I want to be in the action. Yeah. I want to be doing it. Wow. So you got to drive out to Springfield, Mass. That's like a two-hour drive or an hour yeah, and a half. Holyoke, but Springfield. Holyoke. I know where it is. Yeah. By the way, there's a whole donut out there. It's not part of your regiment and your training, but there's a whole donut in Holyoke. It's delicious. <laughs> That's my truck driving. Uh, whole donut. It do you used to be the one in Cassidy? Yes, it's the same franchise. Really? I didn't yeah. know that was a... This one doesn't have mice and, and, and vermin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this one's clean. I, 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 there's a story that goes with it. I'm not going to tell you the story, but it, it's in an old Dunkin' Donuts building. And one day, I didn't have... Well, I guess I am going to tell you the story. They only take cash. I didn't have cash. I had a credit card. And they had an ATM machine. And the ATM, they, they charged like $5 to take out $2. You know, it's one of those wacky ATM machines right. because they don't take credit card. They only take cash. So I said, oh, I just want two sugar donuts. I'm not going to spend $5, you know. So the lady said, hold on a second. She what do you want? I said, I just want those, the sugar donuts. She gives me two sugar donuts. And she puts it in a bag. She goes, don't worry about it. I'm like, oh, wow. That is so nice. And, you know, that was back in my really heavy eating everything in sight days, you know, really depressed, really tired, really, really, you know, ex you know everything. And I think she might have even thrown a cup of coffee. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's so nice about the whole, the whole donut in Holyoke, yeah. if it's still there. I, I do want to say that you look like you're in much better shape than <laughs> yeah, yeah, the last time I saw you. Yes. Um, yeah. Did you run a marathon in the last couple of Only years? Only half marathons. Half marathons. Yes, 2013 okay. was my peak year. That was I ran uh, uh, the Manhattan half, the Brooklyn half, and the Staten Island half. I ran nice. three half. I was doing a lot of 10Ks. Five, I was doing great. But I had a job that enabled me, you know, the time, afforded me the time to do all that. I was very dedicated. I went from 290-something down to 225, you know, and I was doing great. I was doing great. I was on my way to 190, 180, 170, and then I got this job, and now I'm making plenty of money, but I just don't have no time. So in the last – since December 4th, I've been on a seven-day challenge we, you know, uh, diet like every seven days. I that's all I'm doing. I'm not worried about 14 days, 30 days. I'm just doing seven days at a time. So every seven days, I I, reaff I reaffirm, I re reset myself. So basically, I've been doing no coffee. Is this interesting? I've yes. been doing no coffee since December fourth. Wow! Uh, because I can't do that. yeah, you know, right? It's very hard. But if but by the way, people say that so many things. I can't do that. But I tell you this, Jason, you could do anything for seven days. That's the logic. You could do anything for seven days. And if the logic is you could do anything for seven days, 
you could do anything for eight days. Uh-huh. Or you could do anything for seven days, reset, and then again, you could do anything for seven days. Don't look at it as 14, 21, 28, 30, like three months. Don't look at it like that. Seven days at a time. You can do two push-ups a day for seven days in a row. You can. And that would be good for you, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's just that philosophy. You know, you know, when we were doing comedy, you know, you can write one joke a day. Right, you can yes. write one thing a day for seven days. I never dedicated myself to that, but, you know, I should have. <laughs> I did it. But so that's the thing. So I've been, there's a lot of things I could talk about. But so every seven days, I just have this thing that, and now it's been since December 4th. And you recently, uh, I know you talked about it on a two-parter on your, <laughs> yes. on your podcast. You walked the length of the uh, New York City Marathon. I walked 26 miles. 26 yes. miles? In Manhattan with in my Manhattan? friend Lee, who's wow. also my running mentor. He's my he's my health and fitness mentor and my life coach, in a way, my friend Lee, out in California, San Diego. Yeah, we walked 26 miles. We we knew we were going to walk. We always walk when we get to – he lives in San Diego, right. so when he comes oh, to visit, we yeah. walk. So we, we've we walked 12 miles. We, we, you know, we never really tracked it with Map My Run, which is an app, you know. Right. But this time, we just had a nice day, a little windy, and – we just walked down the west side of Manhattan all the way from like West 90th Street or whatever, all the way down the west side, all the way to Battery Park. We got on the ferry, which doesn't count. We took the Staten Island Ferry, got off the ferry, walked up the east side, went across the uh, Brooklyn Bridge, and then we had to go to a Starbucks because we both had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so so uh, we went to Starbucks. By the way, every Starbucks has a bathroom. That's a very important thing to know. Wherever there's a Starbucks, there's a bathroom, and they don't lock them like McDonald's. Uh-huh. You know, Manhattan, all the McDonald's, they lock the bathrooms because the homeless like to, you know, to take care of business in there. But the Starbucks, they don't have homeless, I guess. So it's good to know when you're walking Manhattan, you got to go to the bathroom, find a Starbucks, you'll be okay. <laughs> so anyway, so then we walked to Williamsburg from Dumbo, which is the end of Brooklyn Bridge. Anyway, right. this is a long story. And then we then we ate at Peter Luger's, which was nice. We had a, you know, very expensive hamburger. Then we went across the Williamsburg Bridge. Then we went up the, uh, we went up Broadway. We stopped and we saw Vernon Payne. Oh. We met with Vernon Payne. Vernon Payne. Yeah, Union Square. Yeah, if he was Square. still in the area, I'd love to get him on the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe he'll come back up here. Yeah, sometime. yeah, he comes up. And then, uh, so anyway, we walked and walked and walked. By the end of the day, it was like, wow, we did 26 miles. By the time I got to my car, at the end of the day, I got to my car, I did 26 miles. And I got to tell you, it felt great. It didn't feel like anything, actually. It didn't feel great. It didn't feel like anything. And it rained a lot. You see my pictures of the Williamsburg Bridge I, I posted? Yes. Yeah, it rained at, towards the end. We got wet. But it was fun because it's New York, and I'm 53, and walking is easy. And you're with a friend, and yeah, we talking talk, probably uh, makes the miles go Yeah, by, we like, talk and talk and talk. He's a great guy to talk to. And uh, anybody can walk 26 miles a day. <laughs> <laughs> it's just don't think about it, you know. And drink uh, every couple of miles. Have a drink, you know. We I, had some drinks. I, I, I've been. Uh, Thanks for noticing, by the way. Oh yes. <laughs> I, I've been going to the gym myself uh, since I started back up in, in wrestling school, right. and I, I've been going like almost every day, maybe four or five times a week. Excellent. Um, machines and all that. Other, oh, machines, treadmill, everything. And you go uh, to the planet. You go to the planet. planet yeah. Yeah. And Do you uh, grunt? No grunting. No grunting. No grunting. No. no. They'll, they'll throw you up. Yeah. That. They play. They they press the button. That red thing goes off. Yeah. The the uh, oh, local. Yeah. Oh, it's so annoying. So uh, about two weeks ago, I, I took a cheat day because I've I've also been kind of watching what I eat. Yes, yeah, good took for a you. Cheat day. Cheat day turned into a cheat weekend. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> turned into a cheat couple of weeks, and yesterday was. Oh no. Yeah. Yesterday I hit the gym for the first time in two weeks. Oh, okay. Which felt great. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm setting all these goals for myself now. I, I ran six miles on the treadmill and I'm like, oh, wow. I'll be ready for the Boston Marathon next year. Wow. <laughs> I'll probably forget that 
within a week, but I mean, I, I seriously like to try that sometimes. Six miles. That's great. Yeah. That's good for you. I never even figured I mean, it, for it, was, a... it was two separate runs. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was like three and a half miles you on one run. And, and you jumped on somebody else's treadmill when they sort of got off. I just inherit these miles. It's the same thing. Well, good but, for you. Yeah. I never even figured you for athletic at all. I never figured you really. I, I I was an athlete in high school. I I mean I didn't play football or basketball. But I, you were running away from Mike Tyson. I, I was on the track team. Uh, really, running long distance races. We've yeah. never had this conversation. You should do radio shows more often. We'll get to know each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know. Yeah, we, I mean, when we were at Duke's and we were doing stand up, yeah. we didn't have these conversations. Yeah, I, I was a long distance runner. I, I came in first in a bunch of two mile races. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent, man. I would love to go to wrestling school. I mean, like you said when I was in the car tailgating on the way here, uh, you mentioned about me being a wrestling fan. Yeah, I go back to Bruno Sammartino. Oh, yeah. I go back to Tony Gurria and Dean Ho. So, uh, Do you think Bruno's the, uh, the greatest champion of all time? He held the title... Like well, 11 years or for something. length, for <laughs> yeah. length, because you mentioned uh, John Cena with the 16 time winner, yeah. which also means he was a 16 time loser, you know, right. so, um, you know, uh, Bruno was a great champion it was a totally different wrestling situation then. I mean, he was he was so subdued and you would never see him. During the week, he only wrestled at the Garden. He only did the right. big shows. Now, you know, you got Cena's always out there. Hulk used to be out there. The Rock would be out there. You know, these guys are working and they're doing movies. Bruno never did a movie or anything like that. It's, it's, it all depends on your criteria. Bruno was a great champion for me. He was very so. He go, Vince. Let me tell you, I'm training very hard. You know, you know, uh, what's his name? Um, superstar Billy Graham is a good competitor. You know, he was like that. Yeah, he's yeah. very subdued and all that. And he's he's probably a great guy. So. Uh, for me, yeah, he's a great champion, but I don't, I'm not a compare guy. I don't do that with any sports. I don't do that with comedians. Everybody's doing that with comedy. You know, compare Carlin to prior, and I don't do all that. Yeah, it, you know? it's kind of tough to, to compare a guy from the yeah. 70s yeah. to a guy yeah. from the 2000s yeah. <laughs> and right. teens, yeah. whatever yeah. this is. And, and I got to tell you, back then, I was ready when Bruno was phasing him out and they were bringing in Larry Zbysko, yeah. I was ready to crown Larry Zbysko. Yeah, he'll be a great champion, too. But I didn't know he was going to turn heel. And then when Bobby Backlund became champion, he was just as subdued and dull as Bruno Sammartino. I was like, okay, I'll support Bob Backlund. I was into whatever they gave me. I was like, okay, I'll buy into that. And then they brought in Hulk Hogan and yeah. that ushered in like a whole cartoon. Yeah, that became, era. yeah, it got, it got insane. Ultimate Warrior. And yeah, that was, it got really insane. But, but the Valiant Brothers used to be kind of cartoonish. There was some cartooning going okay. on. There was there was some crazy stuff going on, but you know it was Channel Nine and you know well Channel Forty Seven. I used to have to watch wrestling on UHF. Try that. Oh really? Yeah, that was great. Quarenta y siete, Pattinson, <laughs> New Jersey, Channel Forty Seven. Yeah, it was great. Channel Forty One was California wrestling. Oh. Yeah, we used to watch Pampero Flirpo from. Um, I don't remember the name of the California arena, but we used to watch the California wrestlers. That's where I first saw Mil Mascaris. Or Mil Mascaras. I don't Legendary know. Legendary Mil Mascaras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, with some great cal And Jimmy Lennon was the announcer. Jimmy Lennon. I can't do what I can't do. <laughs> but if you look back, and his son now is, it became an announcer. Jimmy Lennon died. It's kind of like Frank Purdue and the next Purdue. They kind of all, you know, that father and son announcer thing. So, yeah, those are good times. I, I enjoyed wrestling. You know, Bobo Brazil. Well, that's, do you want to go down that road? <laughs> Just start throwing out names. Bobo, you remember Bobo Brazil? You're too young for that. Uh, I remember the name. I, I can't. Oh, uh, it was great. Picture what on. we didn't have that I remember are those local shows that they have now. Because yeah. it was pretty much WWE was everywhere. You know, mm -hmm. they Sunnyside Gardens in Queens. Who knows where Sunnyside Gardens was? I never went to that. It was the Garden. The show you wanted to go to was the Garden, Madison Square Garden. That was like a Monday once a month. You know, it was that was regular, but nobody would ever take me. I never went to one. I know back in the eighties, 
WWE or WWF at the time, yeah. they would wrestle like high school gymnasiums. <laughs> wow. Like, well, I, yeah. I remember my parents telling me that they went to a show, I think it was at the Catskill High School. Could be. They saw Bob Backlund, Tony Atlas. <laughs> Like all Tony the Atlas, names wow. in the Catskill High School. Do you remember Johnny Rods? I do. He was my favorite. Never won. <laughs> One day he came up in the ring and he actually had a glittery jacket. I go, oh, look at Johnny Rods. He's got a glittery jacket. Maybe he'll start winning because he was in great shape. He was a great wrestler. He I, technically, he was a great wrestler. I know he's yeah. gone on to train a bunch of really? good wrestlers. Oh, yeah. I would love to meet Johnny Rods. I don't know what I would say to him. It's such a weird thing to say as a 53-year-old white man. I want to go, I would love to meet Johnny Rods. Why? Why would I love to? What am I going to say to him? I used to watch you lose every week, and you were the greatest loser ever. You were great at making those other guys look good. Yeah, but I got to tell you, that is a, there is a sort of conversation in that, if you want to have that conversation. Yeah. The interesting thing is, why, why, why did he have to lose every week? He was in good shape. Do you remember, do you remember his physique? I mean, he wasn't Tony Atlas, but Tony Atlas was a bore. He was a big and muscle bound guys in wrestling usually are not very good. You got to be flexible. Johnny Rods was technically a, a technically a great wrestler and he had great physique. Maybe he just wasn't a good promo guy or something. I don't know what his story was. Could be because you know if you're not a good promo guy, that's not good. You know if you want to explain promo to the audience, I don't know. You know how far you want to go with that. Promo is just basically talking, talking. on the mic, like yeah. we're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know who's a horrible uh, promo guy was is Brock Lesnar. He's a horrible promo oh, yeah. guy, right? Yeah. And uh, who's the guy that? That's, that's why they have managers though. Brock Lesnar right. has probably the greatest manager right. of this time period. Right. Right. Uh, Paul Heyman yeah. talking for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a Paul Heyman fan, but yeah, he is. I guess one of the best. And uh, the other guy is bad. Uh, he's no longer in wrestling. I think he also went, lost his mind. The Hammer, Valentine. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Never talk. Right. Ne I, I couldn't even begin to tell you what he sounds like. He would never talk. He'd come in, pummel, and get out. <laughs> it's like pummel. Yeah, I, I, I remember him. I, I also I, I remember him being part of a tag team with uh, the Honky Tonk Man. It's quite possible. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think yeah. they were rhythm and blues. Yeah, right, right. Man. They look a little bit right. like, too, with the blonde hair and the black hair. Yeah, that's kind of funny, yeah. They but, had uh, Jimmy, Mouth of the South, Hart speaking for them. Oh. The mouth of the so if, you, if you can't speak in wrestling, they'll find somebody who can speak for you. And it works fantastically. <laughs> Vince has got it all under control. It's great. I, yeah, I am a big wrestling fan. And I tell you, Vince McMahon, without a doubt, uh, even if you if, if you've already shut off the show because you don't want to talk about you don't listen about <laughs> wrestling, you know, and, and now I'm going to I'm going to somehow send this information to you, you know, from my brain to your brain. You got to respect Vince McMahon oh. for taking this yeah. dung heap, this this goo, whatever this unrealistic, this ridiculous heap of dung and then just marketing it and all, it's international and it's so, it works every time, everywhere. It's just amazing. He's like Barnum and Bailey, this guy. He's like, you know, he's the number one guy. This, 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 this reminds me of uh, a recent political conversation I had. <laughs> yes, really? <laughs> let's, let's isolate us from uh, some of the listeners Okay, right let's do it. It's a half hour. Uh, we might as well just, you know. I, I was defending a, a, a cabinet choice of President Trump. He yes. chose Linda McMahon to, to be the minister of uh, small businesses, which, which I defended because when, wow. when, when her and her husband Vince took over the WWE, yes, I remember. It was worth like ten dollars. Yes, it was nothing. <laughs> it's worth yeah. billions now. Billions. Right? 
who so, better to to be wow. in charge of small business? Well, by the way, is that a real position, or is that like the chairman of WWE, like everybody? <laughs> you know, I, I, as I know long she as she had to be sworn in by the Senate, and uh... <laughs> oh, she has to be sworn in by the Senate. That's real. As long as you know, you know, there was a video going around that showed Triple H sitting in the front row because that's her son-in-law. <laughs> is, is Triple H going to be at the Senate hearings, the Senate confirmation hearings? You know, that's funny. So that's great. Yeah, she. Yeah, of course, that's a great choice. So I, yeah. I'm all for her. I I, I know you. You're, you're a Trump guy because I, yeah. I listen to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Yes. Well, let me be clear. Let me be clear. Okay. During the primaries, mm -hmm. I was not so much a Trump guy. I wasn't anti-Trump. I'm never anti-anybody because right. really at the end of the day, what does it matter to me? And I, I don't have any – you know, I, I have my own world. I have my own agenda. I was really more of a Bernie guy yeah. Yeah. until he said out loud in the very first debate where he just gave it to Hillary, he said – I don't want to talk about these damn emails anymore. Who cares about the emails? Hmm. As soon as he said that, I said, it's over. Yeah. You just gave it to her. You just gave it to her. You just bailed on all your political aspirations. And then at the end of it, where he lo did lose to Hillary like months later, and then he said, well, I throw my support. To, you, know, you know what? Bernie, you should have just stayed in it and stayed in it and stayed in it. Yeah. And his, I thought the message was not so much for him to win, but to establish a third-party legitimacy. All those kids that supported him, all these people that really rallied, they broke. He broke their hearts, and then I don't. I didn't like him giving in like that. He should have stayed, stayed, and stayed. Hillary Mount, you know, whatever. That's you know. So yeah, I guess we just alienated everybody, you know, or, or at least have your audience. So yes. So I'm sorry to, to take over, but so now absolutely Trump. Whatever it was, it was a you know ABH anybody but Hillary. Right. You yes. Know, that's that, that that's kind of how I. Felt about the whole yeah. thing. I, I did play the uh, disclaimer at the beginning of the show. Right. Yeah. Views and opinions expressed on right. the show yeah. don't represent WGXC. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I felt the same way. I I didn't think Bernie had a chance. No, of course I, not. I liked the guy. I but I didn't think he had a chance right from the beginning. Right. Third parties never do. Right. But this year he could have he could have given it credibility. Look how old he is. Look how vibrant he was. Look at the money he raised. And Hillary at the end was collapsing. Yeah. That would have been, who knows what would have happened. By the way, we could have said the same thing about Donald Trump two years ago. Never going to run. Never going to make a serious run. Who would ever, who would ever think he would destroy 16 other... When he other... announced his run, I, I, I didn't think it, it was right. going to last. I, right. I thought he'd drop out right. before, before right. the primary. Right. And the very first press conference, the very first speech where he said, we're keeping the rapists out, whatever, you know, that thing he said, I go, oh, I can't believe you just said that. At the very first, he, he's not even trying to be subdued. And I said, oh, he's out. But he, every week he just annihilated these 16 guys. There were weeks where it seemed like he was trying to lose. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sitting there going, yeah, this is crazy. He's doing everything he can possibly to lose. You're right. And he just kept on, guys just kept on dropping out. It's kind of like wrestling. Have, have you lost a lot of fake book friends over this election? Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, because I, I haven't, no. The answer oh, okay. is no. You know, I would like to. It would be great. I wish people would leave me alone. Yes. You know, I've lost fake book friends way before this election. So, um, but thank you for helping me coin the phrase fake book. Fake book. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's getting I, easy I, and easy I love to how say. you call it fake book. But well, it's what it is. It's totally fake. If it wasn't for things like this show and, you know, when, when I was doing comedy, more and had to promote shows. Yeah. If it wasn't for for this stuff, I probably wouldn't be on fake. Yeah, it's, I have no need. The well, dumbest... you, it's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. I was off of it for a while. I don't know if you remember. Remember I, when I dropped out of comedy? I, I dropped out of fake. Book. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't need this anymore. It's just there's nothing there for me. You know, all my friends are people who I talk to. Right. And they drop in on me. I drop in on them. I call them. They call me. I text them. They text me. I have no friends on Facebook. 
There's no, there's no real. That's not really where it's at. I, I think Facebook actually. Um, now we're alienating all the fake books. <laughs> has like a negative effect on that type of friendship where yes. you text people because you can just go on your Facebook screen and and see what your friend is up to. You. You don't yeah. even have to call them yeah. or text them and say, yeah. hey, what are you up to? Yeah, the art of conversation is slowly getting lost and the art of actually yeah. doing this, what we're doing, this face-to-face thing. Right. You know, and, um, but that's, you know, that's sad and it's going to get worse and worse. So, uh, you know, but, uh, so anyway, yeah. Uh, did, we, did, we, did we finish the whole Trump thing? Yeah, so I, I, I now am a supporter. I mean, I, I mean, listen, when I say I'm a supporter, people go, how could you do that? Let me explain something to you. I don't do anything. Right. I just say the words... I support him. I, I thought, I thought <laughs> you doing anything. a very good point on your most recent episode, which oh, I listened on my way here today. Oh, the um, I, I support, support the band. The band right. Thank you very much. I, episode um, 56, by the way. <laughs> in your lifetime, there hasn't been a president that's affected you uh, right. directly. <laughs> I, my feeling, my contention is, and I say this, thank you very much for bringing it up. You're a good host. Um, this show's going to do very well. I have, I have a lot of Thanks. hope for you. Um, uh, if you don't get famous in wrestling, this is going to work out for you, absolutely. And by the way, why, why can't you do both? Why not? Why so not? The Rock does a lot of couple things. You, should, you know, think about uh, your website and all that stuff. You need to get on that. You need to stop marketing yourself. I, I should promote this a little more. A little bit more. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. So anyway, but uh, yeah, episode 56, Dumbing It Down With Dave. You can find it on uh, dumbingitdownwithdave.com or go to Spreaker and, and search. I have an app now. I have two apps. Yes, I, have an I Android. downloaded it. Yeah, is that great? I have an app. I can't believe I got an app. I have an Android app and I have a, an iPhone app. So just just put in Dumbing It Down With Dave. So yeah, episode 56, um, I support the band. I, I My contention is... That since 1969, I was six years old. That's my right. first consciousness of a president. Nixon. Mm-hmm. Nixon, Ford, Carter, Reagan, whatever. Just go down the list. I actually made a f- fake book post about it. My whole life is really, when it comes down to, for me, this is just for me, Dave Canyon. I got to go to work and then I go home. I take care of my wife and my son. I've been doing this now for almost 30 years. Well, my wife would be married for 30 years, I think, this year. I think this year is our 30th anniversary. Might be our thirty first. I don't even. Remember. I gotta look it up. I gotta. I gotta go find a certificate it's somewhere in the in the annals of our. Hope she's not listening. Oh, I'm sure she is. Yeah. I'm sure. Only when I say stupid things she listens. When I say the brilliant things, I go. Did you listen? And go. I don't know how to get it. I don't know. What is that? Which button do I press? Oh, I said something really funny. Or oh, whatever. So anyway, but um, my contention is that my life is affected by pretty much one thing: my income. Right. I need to work. I need to pay for all these things. Whatever they're going to vote on, whether it's abortion, you know, Roe versus Wade, the Supreme Court, whether it's uh, gay rights, civil rights, whatever they're doing, it never seems to affect me directly. I do make that disclaimer. Probably I'm naive and idealistic. It affects me indirectly. But everything I've ever bought, everything I've ever sold, everything I've ever done is because of my hard work, my labor, and my, my determination to make things happen. Not because the government is, they're not assisting me. I'm never... Yeah, this is a little controversial. I'm never poor enough. I'm never black enough. I'm never, you know, I'm never in a rural area enough. You know, I'm not, I'm not Jewish enough. Whatever it is, I'm just never enough of what it takes to get the assistance I need. And I've needed assistance. I've needed heat assistance. I've needed, I, you know, I almost went bankrupt years ago before you even met me. But you know what? I, I've worked, I never did claim bankruptcy. I had a business that failed. I just worked and worked. I've had two jobs, three jobs. I've cleaned porta bodies. I've delivered pizza. I, Jason, if, like you told me about your track thing, I didn't know you were an athlete. If I showed you my resume, my wife always says, God, your resume is ridiculous. It is just part-time job, part-time job, full-time job, part, it is just job after job after job. It's just insane. 
I've had, I've done almost everything. I've done, you know, pest control. I've done courier service. I've delivered library books. Wow. <laughs> I, I've done everything. It's just ridiculous what I've done. And it's just, it's a lot of work. And that's how I, I go. My father did the same thing. You know, that's why we have no relationship. <laughs> that's another story. There are there are bad things about doing the way I do it. You know, I probably should have, claimed, you know, declared bankruptcy. I would have been out of it by now. Life would be good. I'd be like everybody else. <laughs> Hardest working man in show business. Could be. Could be. Uh, if I was just working in show business. <laughs> I'm the hardest man in working in show business, but I'm not doing anything in show business. Yeah, so, but thanks, you, thanks for bringing that up. I, I, I think a lot of people don't even realize that, by the way. The point of the show was also, not, not only to talk about how I support the band, but um, the point of it was to, folks, you're, you're, you're losing your mind on Facebook. The mm -hmm. hatred, yes. the absolute hatred is like, wow, did you hear me? When I, on the show, I yell, hatred. <laughs> I hate that orange man. I hate, hey, hey, hey. Wow. And then they, when they protested, they did all that damage. Who does damage? Why are you doing damage, you know? Uh, so uh, it's just too much hate. You, what is it going to get you? You're standing where are you that you're affecting it. You're not affecting anything. But a buddy of mine says, well, movements, you know, marching is movements and movements make change. And I go, All right, listen, you want to get on a bus, go away to D.C. and march, you know, have fun. There's no bathrooms, so you're going to be in hell. <laughs> That Starbucks that they smashed might have had a bathroom. Yeah. Was that? Yeah. The, the Starbucks, did you see them smashing the windows? Mm. And Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, see, so they, that was the greatest place to go to the bathroom, and they destroyed it. Did you see that video where the 500 buses pull into this parking lot? It was a fast motion video. All these buses pulled in, and all oh. the women caught out for that million, for whatever. March? Yeah. Uh -huh. and I, 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 uh, I posted underneath, it was on Facebook. I go, that's, you know, where are all the bathrooms? You just drove on a bus from New York, you know, from wherever yeah. to D.C., the first thing you got to do. You can't have 45 women peeing on a bus. It's not good. It's not going to be good. And those buses are going to sit there all day, and they're going to reek. And you know how the women are. They go, oh, that stinks. <laughs> you didn't get it serviced? We've been out here for three hours destroying Starbucks. Why didn't you do that? You know, so I, that I, had to be horrible. I have seen a lot of interviews with, uh, with I used to be a bus driver, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> for trailways. That's how I know. That's how I know. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I have seen a lot of interviews with protesters, and they ask them, well, what is it that you're protesting? Right. And they can't seem to come up with an answer. No clue. I'm here with my friend. <laughs> yeah. I thought it'd be fun. We're going to we're gonna go to the outlet after this. <laughs> That's horrible, see? That's Not very... that I don't support protest oh yes if peaceful something you don't agree with even if even yeah. if i don't agree with your view i totally agree with your right to protest yeah. it yeah and by the way great for the economy you just hired 500 bus drivers yeah who would normally be doing nothing maybe they'd be on a, a ski charter because i used to be a bus driver and i took union guys to dc every time there was a union thing well they would be on a charter going to dc it's a five-hour ride it's fantastic i make a lot of money I, I, <laughs> I don't support uh destroying property no. or violence or or blocking roads when they block highways yeah. and what is that all about there's there's people that have to get places that, that it might be an emergency there was a pregnant woman on a video remember there that yeah yeah <laughs> you know, by the way somebody hit out so let's do the opposing view of that somebody said to me well what about the boston tea party when they threw tea into the bay i'm like yeah okay well that's a little violent that's somebody else's tea, you know, whatever. So, but smashing innocent people's vehicles, that has nothing to do with the protest. No. So I, you know, uh, and listen, most of those women were not violent. Most of those women don't even know how to use a hammer. So, you know, <laughs> and I'm just joking, folks. I'm the not views expressed. To, yes. <laughs> I'm not, you know, Dave can. You go to Dumbing It Down With Dave. You can, you can tweet me at Dumb With Dave. You can email me at Dumbing It, Dave, Dumbing it Down With Dave at Yahoo.com. By the way, it's Dumb With A B. People have a hard time with that. For they some they have a hard time spelling dumb. Yeah, because they're dumb. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, and, I, and by the way, I'm dumb. I, I, you know me. I, I openly admit I'm not that bright. 
I, I love how you call your listeners dum dums. Dum dums. That's a term of affection. A term of endearment. Yes, they enter my domain. I don't have a nickname for. I guess the deplorables. Deplorables is great. It's very current. It's fantastic. You're doing great. You know. I, I want to thank Hillary, by the way, for yes, giving me this. Yes, oh, sorry about that. That's oh, my that phone. Yeah, here <laughs> <laughs> come the tweets. Uh, why don't you call your fans the Orange Crush or something like that? Okay. The Orange Crush. That's, a, that's hey, an old. Also, getting Uh-oh. back to the political thing, I, I don't want to get. I, I don't want to put out the idea that I'm too yeah. pro-Trump just because I call this. A yeah, right. Person. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not. I think I think he was a horrible candidate. Oh. I don't think yeah. we were given a good choice. Yes. No, I agree with you. Right. Right. By the way, my wife just. Texted me now. I hope she's not upset. Now she's going to text me. I don't mention me, so I'm not going to mention her. She goes, "Really? I think most women do know how to use a hammer. Not funny." Did you <laughs> say how many years you've been uh, married? It could be thirty. Could be thirty-one. We're not really sure. And by the way, that would be the total length of the marriage. Will be about thirty, thirty-one years. Um, yeah, I, I was like, I, I just also made another. Uh, the other day, I went crazy. Uh, I had a lot of posts on Facebook. We are all waiting for Superman. Right. That's the problem. We're waiting for Superman, and he's never going to come. I feel like the good candidates out there yeah, are too smart to run for president. They work at Apple. They, they, <laughs> I feel like they know better than to run for president. Yeah, they, they know it's a mess. That's they're in rescue school. They're doing podcasts. They're, doing, they, they're making uh, websites that make them money while they're sleeping. If you're smart, you're not going to go into politics. No. And, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. And, I, I met uh, former Minnesota Governor Jesse Ventura one wow. time. Wow. Uh, this was years ago, probably six, seven years ago. I told him, Jesse. Yeah, I, I, I and I, I met him at a, at a book signing, and I said, uh, "Hello, I said Governor." Him, <laughs> I said to him, "You know, you should really run for president. You, you have this experience as a governor. Yeah, I, right. I agree with a lot of your views. I, yeah. I think you should run for president." And he looked at me and he goes, "You know, that's a job that really takes your life away from you." Well, yeah. If you look at the four years after, the eight years after, these, yeah. you know, it's. Um, they don't age well. You know, Bill's looking horrible, and the Bushes are looking horrible, and you know Donald. You know, he's going to keep on eating that Kentucky Fried Chicken as he <laughs> as he transverses across the country. I don't know how he's going to do it. He's not in that great shape right now, anyway. But um, you, know, uh, uh, you know, Obama's looking good. You know, he's out there windsurfing in Hawaii. But maybe that's because he didn't do anything for did, years. Did you watch the Super Bowl? <laughs> no, I did not. Oh. I heard you talking about that. I, I do know what happened, and uh, I'm not a sports guy anymore. I had to get rid of sports a long time ago. It, it was yeah. a great football game, yeah, but in, in the beginning, uh, George H. W. Bush yes. did the coin toss. It took about twenty minutes to get to the fifty-yard line. <laughs> oh, really? They should have wheeled him out there ahead of time, like they do with Don Rickles now, the late-night shows. They just get him out there during the commercial. Really? They had to wait. To, you had to push him out there? Yeah, hey. I, I think I tweeted while he was halfway there. I think I tweeted, uh, delay of game, George H.W. Bush, 15-yard <laughs> <laughs> penalty. <laughs> That's very funny. No, I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I don't watch any of these things anymore. You know, the three or four hours, I used to watch a lot of NASCAR and stuff like that, baseball games, football games. And then a long time ago, I made a decision. I said, boy, I just spent four hours watching this, like the Jets and the Giants when they uh-huh. really were hard. I'm like, I just wasted my day. They lost again. I accomplished nothing. <laughs> and then at some point, I, said, I got. And then NASCAR was just like a time suck. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so I stopped. Oh, the clock is telling us it is. It's, it's ticking down. We only got a few minutes left here. I have to go. I have to go to Walmart get flowers for my wife, <laughs> and I, I got to get a hammer with a with a bow tie with a ribbon around. So your your podcast is uh, is picking up steam. You, you've you've uh, had how many listeners on your Episode, My Sister Dina. Number 52, My Sister Dina. Uh, last time I checked was like 100 and I don't know how many listens, 116 listens, which is twice, more than twice as many as any other of my, my leading show. 
which is like ethnic fake book. <laughs> I, I believe that episode came out around the time I started talking about it, so you're welcome. Yeah, yeah right, 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 right. Excellent. Yeah, for some reason that show really people found it somehow. I don't know what I did. Maybe that's the week I went on Tumblr, which I have no idea what I'm doing on Tumblr, but I'm on Tumblr. <laughs> I, I, I heard you mention on your podcast that yeah. you have a Tumblr and... I'm getting everything and I don't know why. I'm getting Reddit. I'm getting WhatsApp. I didn't even know <laughs> Tumblr was still a thing. I don't even know. I, don't I, know. I have one somewhere that I haven't touched in a while and when I was on Tumblr, I didn't know, <laughs> I don't know how to use it. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I gotta get the, the Tumblr for Dummies book. I have to get every Dummies book for every stupid app and every stupid, you know, thing. I'm going to be on Pinterest before you know it. I'm going to be, you know, this, who knows, you know, Jason. But here's the thing. I never wanted to be the Mary Kay lady. I don't like doing that. I don't like promoting. Because it's like, I just want people to organically find me. And then our buddy Ethan Ullman told me one day yes. from uh, uh, EthanOllman.com. And uh, he's an uh, alternative to sleeping. I got to get him. And, yeah, a good friend with Brooke S. Um, <laughs> he said to me, Dave, if you think people are going to organically find you, if you don't tell people what you're doing, right. they're never going to ask you. People will never ask you. So I've gotten a little used to it. I still find it a little bit uncomfortable to say and promote because it's like... He does know. have a great point. I, yeah. I, I do remember you telling me that you were thinking about uh, making Dummy It Down with Dave a podcast a right. long time ago. Yeah. And I, I didn't look into it. Right. As far as I knew, it was just an idea you had. Yeah, yeah. And then you texted me that you were on, like, episode 50 or something. <laughs> yeah, at that point, like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me start listening to this. But in the world of arts and entertainment, you do have to... You do have to promote. You do. You, you don't have to yeah. be the Mary Kay lady. You don't have to be the Avon lady. But you do have to maintain some sort of constant promotion and you know and community outreach and all that other stuff. And it's and the website and the tweeting. It's it's just right. a pain. I don't like that end of it. I like the part where I just talk into a mic and have fun. And this has been fun, Jason. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. just waiting for you to. I'm waiting. For, <laughs> I know 